Oh me. no! Yeah, that's right. They took the buttholes out. Yeah. There's. A- what do you think they put them? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. What's up, everyone? Welcome to your favorite bucket review podcast, Fetch a Pale. It's um your weekly bucket review podcast about friendship, <laughs> culture, and definitely not us. Uh, I'm Jack, your resident queer non-binary, they, them, POC, POS. Um, and I'm Jill. I'm a straight, fat, white lady, and I have high blood pressure and high self-esteem. Hi, Jill. Hi. Caught you off guard there on the intro. Yeah, and I wrote my stuff down in two different places. <laughs> so uh, that's my fault. <laughs> Jill? Yeah. We've had a hell of a week. Oh, good gravy. We're live. Well, oh my, oh, <laughs> I was like, this no, is I not mean, live. No, I mean, our podcast is live. Yeah, I know. I can't believe it. We launched. It's so fucking exciting. Are you still so excited? I like every morning I wake up thinking about this podcast legitimately, like sincerely, I'm like so excited and like people are listening to it and I, everything I, every time I wake up, I go straight to Podbean. I'm like, how many more downloads do you have? (laughs) That's intense, but I am, I'm feeling the same way about it for sure. I'll tell you right now, I looked right before we started recording, we have 252 downloads. That's amazing. Four episodes? It's insane. That's so crazy. Yeah. And people are actually loving it. Yeah, I'm getting a lot of like really nice positive feedback. Right. I wanted to take a second and read some of the comments that people have sent me. Yeah, I love it. I've got a couple also. Solid. So um, this this one says, uh, podcast is fantastic. I binged all four episodes last night, and I can't wait for the next one. You two are so funny together. Great job. That's from Holly T. That's so nice. It's so nice, right? How many do you have? Because I have like five. I have one. Okay. So I'll read the next one. (laughs) (laughs) Not that there aren't more. It's just like I have one that I'm ready with. These these ones just, yeah, there was more, but these ones really, really put me in a good mood. This one says, uh, I hope you'll sign my tits when you're famous. (laughs) That's from Thomas R. Yeah, I mean, I will. But they were probably talking to you. Hmm. I'll, 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 I'll get back to you on that. I'll, I'll verify. Uh, this one says, I'm crying laughing. Two of my favorite humans are the hosts. If friendship and just like funny conversation and pop culture and good things are your jam, you should probably check this out. That's from Mal E, our friend Mal. Oh, wow. That's like very nice. Especially because we said she smelled like shit. <laughs> <laughs> Did she forget? <laughs> she must have. Okay. She, she, maybe she wrote that before she heard that part. Oh, yeah. Maybe I shouldn't have said anything. <laughs> um, I wanted to read another one that's by your mom. Oh, okay. My new favorite podcast, if swears and frank conversation between two bright, engaging friends is not your jam, then you shouldn't listen. But I smiled the whole time and sometimes found myself laughing out loud. My pail is filled again. My only bummery is that I have to wait for episode five. That's from Miriam. Your mom. My mom. Where did you get these? Who did you pay to write these for you? I, st- I stole them from their Facebooks. Oh, like the night they weren't they weren't si- they oh. weren't sent directly to me. I was well. That's really nice though. They're like advertising for us. Yeah, unpaid. Nobody asked them to do that. How nice, right? Okay, well that's even better than I realized. Okay, read yours and then I'll read my last one. Okay, so this isn't really like it's not like hey, listen to this podcast. It's amazing. It's just somebody who is listening and is engaged in the topics. So he sent us an Instagram message. And he said, okay, firstly, science bitch should absolutely be a thing 100%. So don't worry, it is. Also, Doom Patrol is amazing. Um, He says, such great storylines, great acting, super relevant to actual real world shit, and a lot more pro-queer than I ever would have expected from a comic book show. Really nice hearing it mentioned. So now you have to listen to it. Yeah, I think you're right. I'm convinced. And then he also said, I have seen every episode of The Golden Girls, like a lot, probably more times than Jill has watched Friends. That's a whoa. I know. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> so I had to share that because I didn't think that was a thing people did, <laughs> but I was wrong. Wow. So we're going to do it next. 
Who was that? That was. Do I know them? Um, I don't think so. That's Josh or Rooney. Oh, cool. Yeah, you'd like them. Yeah, I, th- I think I already do. Yeah, <laughs> you definitely do. Um, this last one's super special. Um, it says Fetch a Pale is the best podcast on the internet. Jill is such a gem. And what can I say about Jack? They are absolutely incredible. As a podcaster and comedian myself, I think it's safe to say I know what I'm talking about. I love this show. And that's from Bowen Y in New York City, New York. You made that up. <laughs> God damn it. I was so excited. I was like, I know comedians who do podcasts. Do some of them like us? (laughs) Bowen listens to our show. That was not made up. Okay. So um, would you you say that we laugh a lot on this podcast? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Could you, could you maybe, would you say possibly that we're idiots just laughing? Sure. Yeah. So would you say that this is a podcast about idiots laughing? If pressed, yeah, I would say that. Cool. What does that spell? What's that acronym? Wit, wit, idiots laughing? Podcast about idiots laughing. Oh my God, no way. It's pale. <laughs> I didn't know where the acronym started. I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's all good. What do you think of that, though? That's amazing because you know I wanted it to be an acronym. Yeah. My dreams That's are all true. me. That's all my big brain. Your brain is so huge. Yeah, check out my huge brain, baby. Um, I have, uh, I have, uh, some feedback from another listener that wanted to name one of our segments, our, uh, our fat check segment. Oh yeah. We need a good name for that. Fap check. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like pretty upset with myself for not having thought of it. (laughs) Well, it was Adam and he said, I thought that's what you guys were saying the first time. (laughs) So what he's saying is, first of all, I need to learn how to enunciate. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and then secondly, he came up with a really good name for our segment. Yeah, Fap Check. I have one. Oh, yeah, let's, you might as well. <laughs> okay, welcome to the Fap Check. <laughs> Apparently, that's what I've been saying all along. <laughs> so, that bird that I didn't look up the name of <laughs> was a yeah, rose. Yeah, the rare bird. Yeah, the rose breasted gross beak. So, if you want to learn about this rare, rare bird, <laughs> that's what it's called. Okay. Okay, so I also learned what fudge actually is. It's a mix it's a confection that's a mixture of sugar, butter, and milk. It it doesn't have to be chocolate. Yeah, I wasn't sure about that. So that kind of blew my mind. But the fudge in fish food is definitely chocolate fudge. Wait, I definitely wasn't listening the first time you said things. It doesn't <laughs> have to be chocolate. <laughs> yeah, let's try this again and then you listen to me talking. <laughs> okay. It's just sugar, butter, and milk. So it could be pistachio fudge. Yeah, sure. You put whatever you want in it to make it taste like stuff. That's got to be a thing. That sounds delicious. I'd eat that. <laughs> but people would be confused. Like, where's the chocolate? Yeah, I think fudge. Gen- so in my mind, I always thought when people said chocolate fudge, they were being redundant. But in fact, they were not. They were just using the appropriate adjective mm. to describe their fudge. Now you're the asshole. I've always been the asshole. <laughs> You'll learn this. <laughs> You know, I grew up on uh I grew up on um James's mom's fudge. Did she put chocolate in it? Oh yeah, it was well, chocolate yeah, fudge. Cuz I still think like if someone says I I brought you this fudge and it's like peanut butter and they don't say it's peanut butter, like maybe the thing is you have to say what flavor it is. I think I've had peanut butter fudge. Yeah, it's pretty that- good, but it's not it's not what I want. I want chocolate fudge always. Right. You'd have to ask for specifically peanut butter chocolate fudge. Yeah. Reese, Reese's fudge. <laughs> that might be copyright infringement. So James's mom used to make these big vats of fudge. And I would usually eat like two thirds of it. Um, A lot. Yeah. And somehow James ended up with diabetes and not me. <laughs> yeah. Type one is a son of a bitch. <laughs> He, uh, I remember once they went, I was house sitting for them and she left me a thing of fudge and it was like a big baking tray of fudge and it was gone in like two days. And I was house sitting for seven. So I just <laughs> left. Uh, not enough fudge to sustain you. So yeah, fuck this house. Who can blame them? <laughs> I'm out. Just kidding. They had a computer. So I was all about that. So you played Counter Strike. <laughs> <laughs> you better believe it. Oh, that sounds fun. 
Uh, what else? What else is new? How how was your week? Have oh you yeah, week? we actually didn't even check in. I just went straight into the fap check. Okay, I'm only halfway through that, by the way. So we're gonna circle back. Oh, I thought you said you had one. What? No, I have yeah, a fap have check segment prepared. Oh, a whole segment. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you think we could get through a whole show and only have one thing we need to follow up on? You think not, rather? No, highly not you. No, not me. I'm always making shit up. <laughs> Listen, the power was out yesterday from 1 p.m. to midnight. Yeah, we're late. Yeah, so we're a day behind because it was very windy. And I had to, like, go into work in the middle of the day. I haven't been into the office since March. And I had to, like, pack up my whole workstation and go in because the power was also out at Kevin's house. It was a whole situation. I was very flustered. But everything's fine today. Was it stormy? It was very windy, yeah, and like really weird rain and thunder at like three a.m. Wow. Yeah, I, don't I heard know. that the uh, I heard that there was a lightning strike on the on one of the ferries over there and knocked it out. What really? Yeah, well, last Saturday, the Puyallup got struck and was like out of service. Well, I'm gonna have to fact check that too. I haven't taken the ferry in a long time. Why don't you keep up on your local news, Jill? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> You know, it's actually weird because I used to get the like uh, WSDOT notifications from the app because I, you know, I used to go places, but I guess that got turned off and I didn't notice. I went and I I clicked on the Kitsap Sun. Yeah. And it it had one of those. um, Do you want no ads? Do you want to pay for this? And And I was like, ah, this is the one that I want to read. So I had to go to like fucking Everett News. Oh, shit like that. (laughs) I thought Kids Up Sun lets you read like five articles before they put up a paywall. Mm, probably hmm. not. Weird. How was the rest of your week? I Besides think, that. I think it was pretty good. Um, so are you familiar with the podcast? How did this get made? Um, I'm familiar with it. Yes. Okay. I never listened to it. Okay. So it's like um, Paul Shear and Jason Manzukis and June Diane Raphael and they watch really bad movies. And then they ask themselves, how did this get made? And then they talk about it. So they do live shows sometimes. And they did uh, like an online streaming live show. And um, Jake's brother and his girlfriend bought tickets. So we went to their house and watched it. But in order to prepare, we actually had to watch the movie Cats. Oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So that's like an hour and 50 minutes of my life that felt like 40 years that I'll never get back. Does anyone hear the movie Cats and not think of the buttholes? <laughs> I don't think so. I certainly did. It's the only thing I could think of. It's really the only thing that gets you through it. This is the buttholes? It's thinking about <laughs> a version. <laughs> no, 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 no. With buttholes. The only thing that got you through Cats was the buttholes. <laughs> I mean, quote, Please quote her on this. <laughs> There aren't buttholes, but I wish there were because it would have made it like watchable. Maybe. Oh, no. Yeah, that's right. They took the buttholes out. Yeah. There's. What do you think they put them? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. I don't even I can't even begin to know. So anyway, if you want to watch cats, do not do it. And um, that being said, we really enjoyed the live podcast event and we had a good weekend. I'm trying to think of what scenario I could be in where I would have to watch cats. <laughs> like I'm like I'm on a 12 hour flight and they only have cats. Yeah. I wouldn't watch it on an airplane. It gives you like the creepy crawlies under your skin. Hmm. You're How's T Swift though? Was she good? Well <laughs> <laughs> No. No, I mean everyone's like a very talented singer. I mean honestly like yeah, everybody played their weird cat part fine, but like there's just so much wrong with it. So unsettling. The Uncanny Valley is just like in a whole other realm. Did they have to put on like green screen suits? Yeah, like motion capture suits. Yeah. Yeah. I want to see Jason Derulo in his green screen shirt <laughs> suit. Yeah, you do. <laughs> <laughs> I read a thing that said he was like offended because his like his cat man package looked too small. Like they're none of them have penises. They're cats. They're not humans. Like 
They're... They did. They they we they got rid of the penises. Put them in the bucket with all the buttholes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How are you supposed to know if it's a if it's a boy cat? Uh, I guess you just ask or you assume their gender incorrectly. <laughs> you know, just like regular life. <laughs> we don't do that here. No, we don't do that here. <laughs> anyway, it was terrible. How was your week? I've had an incredible week. In fact. I came out this week. Yay. Congratulations. Thank you so much. I posted a video on Facebook of me coming out as trans non-binary to my mom. That's such a lovely video. It's a really good video. Maybe we'll, we might link it in the show notes. Um, But my mom was, of course, very supportive and all of my friends have been really incredible. And what's great is that national, I did it on national coming out day, which was the 11th of October. And I'm going to go see a gender therapist on November 11th. So a month from the time where I officially came out. That's really great timing. I didn't realize that it would be exactly a month between. Yeah. Look at all that just lining up. I know. Feels good. I'm very excited. And it, and you know what? You may, I complained about like waiting before. Yeah. Now that like it's kind of like official and announced and everything. Like. Do you feel like it's I'm, easier to wait? Yeah. Good. Like I'm not in that much of a rush anymore. Yeah. That's really good. So, so yeah, I've had a, I've had a super, super awesome week and I've never been happier. It's been incredible. Um, you, you want to talk about, um, current obsessions? Sure. Let's do it. I have a couple, but I have to pick one. Hold on. I have four. <laughs> oh, great. I feel better. So my first one is Panda Express. <laughs> <laughs> I've probably had Panda Express for lunch for uh, definitely all of this week and maybe four days last week. (laughs) That's a lot. I love Panda Express. I don't think we even have one anymore. I used to call Panda Express Panda Depressed because it used used to make me feel that way. But that's if you get the my my previous order was like the half chow mein, half fried rice, which is like a hack to get more carbs. And then like orange chicken and then like Beijing beef or something like that. Um, by the way, this podcast is sponsored by Panda <laughs> Express. Um, and it was very good, but it always made me feel really depressed afterwards because <laughs> it's like super heavy. Yeah. And it's like food from the material. So it made you your like your body feel depressed. Yeah. Okay. And like it's really greasy. It's really greasy. I remember it sitting like a brick in my stomach. Yeah, totally. But my order has since changed because I'm like kind of a little bit on a health kick. So for lunch, I'll go and I'll get their super greens, which they recently changed the recipe. They put like kale and a bunch of garlic and like broccoli in it. And it's actually really good. So I get a bowl of that and then the chicken teriyaki without the sauce. And it's like 300 calories and it's super satisfying. That sounds really nice, honestly. Yeah. And I put like just one packet of soy sauce on top because I'm Asian. You can never have enough sodium. Right. Yeah. (laughs) What about what are yours? What are you into? Tell me what you're into, baby. (laughs) I think that some of mine are also... uh, What's that thing? Opposing interests. Because I don't think you give a shit about any of this. Yeah, probably not. So I've been watching a lot of Selling Sunset. Never heard of it. That's probably for the best. <laughs> <laughs> What's it about? Um, It's about these like fancy skinny bitches in LA who sell real estate. Oh, it's like a docuseries. It's a reality show. I wouldn't call yeah. it docuseries. You know what? You know it's funny? That's totally what I meant. <laughs> I forgot that I forgot the I forgot the word reality show. <laughs> oh man, you made it sound way classier than it is. Oh gosh. And it's just, you know, all the petty drama because there's too many hot women in one office and I'm so into it. Is it like is it like um the Paris Hilton one? I mean in when the you fact- say hot bitches, I think of that really one of the first reality shows Paris Hilton and the other cool. one. Yeah. It's like that, but like in a realty spot. What did you say it was? Yeah, they're realtors. They all work for like a, a high-end brokerage. That um, sounds absolutely terrible. It's oh, something you yeah. might enjoy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they're like, I haven't seen any of them sell a house worth less than $1.5 but most of them are like five or more. It's crazy. Like Beverly Hills? Yeah. They're like just venturing into the valley because 
prices are going up over there. It's just gross, but I'm super, super digging it. Yeah, it sounds wonderful. (laughs) I just, okay, so in a weird way, seeing how the other side lives makes me feel better about not being rich because I think their life looks unfulfilling and really kind of gross. And wow, I, nice spin, Jill. I can get behind that. <laughs> it's true. It's like, I don't envy it. Like, I wish I had the money to remodel my house. That'd be really nice. I'd like to have things that work better for me. You're laughing at them. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, that show sounds terrible. Oh, yeah, that that too. Um, Did you watch uh, The Bachelorette? Yeah. The Bachelorette? The Which Bachelorette. Did you watch that last night? Um, I didn't because I don't have cable television, but I did watch it on Hulu this morning. Nice. See, I actually Sherlock Holmes. Why you like to record at six on Tuesdays? <laughs> and it's because the Bachelorette comes on at that eight. night at eight. No, the reason why is because I get off work at five and I need like a little bit of time to decompress. But if we start too late and then I'm not done till like nine and then we watch like four episodes of Star Trek and I don't go to sleep till midnight and then I'm tired for work. That's fair. <laughs> so it's just me being an old person is the real problem. So are you guys going to record The Bachelor, the, the Life's a Batch tonight, but now you got to move it to tomorrow? Yeah, we're actually going to do it on Friday because we were thinking that it was going to be too much all crammed into one day anyway. Because, OK, so we all watch on Hulu, which means we can't watch it until Wednesday. Mm. So we'd have to watch it during the day. And then part of the show is that we do snacks. So we'd also have to prepare snacks and then get everything set up to record all in the same day. So this gives us a couple of days to like take notes and bake cookies and try to do a better job. I forgot about the snacks. That's really the most important part. I like snacks. Yeah, everybody likes snacks and not that many people like The Bachelor. (laughs) It's mostly a snack podcast. (laughs) It really is. Well, I should really give it a try sometime. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, please. I have another obsession that's not really an obsession. Tell me it. I learned what the word misanthrope means, and I'm kind of obsessed with that. Because <laughs> I've always just, I've always just, a, misanth- a misanthrope is a person who dislikes humankind and avoids human society. Yeah. But I've always just said, I hate people. Oh, yeah. So you But now can- I know. I am actually a misanthrope, and it makes me sound way more sophisticated. <laughs> so not only... Because then even if someone's like, what does that mean? I'll just be like, ugh, <laughs> fucking <laughs> humans, right? Yeah, so you are... What you're saying is you're antisocial and pretentious. Mm-hmm. Perfect, as long as you know. I mean, I like to tell people this is why I work with dogs. Yeah. Because I don't have to interact with people. Yeah. Because I, I hate people. That. I feel strongly the opposite way about that, but I get it. You hate dogs? <laughs> oh, shoot. <laughs> <laughs> no, just about the people thing. You can't say out loud that you hate dogs. Even if it were true, I would never say it. I'll never tell anyone, Jill. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the truth is, I don't really, I'm not like super into animals the way that other people are, but I do really like dogs. Is that okay to say? Yeah, we know we know what you really mean. <laughs> <laughs> like, I like to look at pictures of your dog because I know your dog. She's the best. And she's so great. I would give her a hug if she were here, but... She might not like that. If she wanted to hug me. Right. Me and Uggs have hugged before. It's just been a yeah, long She time. might like it then. Yeah, she likes me. Do you have any other obsessions? Um, They're all TV related. The only other thing is that the Great British Bake Off is back. Is uh, Mighty Boosh guy still on it? Yeah, Noel Fielding. And then um, his lady host uh, is no longer on it. She's doing something else. And they replaced her with Matt Lucas from Little Britain. Mm. You don't know that? Nope. He's like a, he's like a round uh, chubby man oh. with alopecia. Yes. Yeah, he's really funny. That guy's great. Yeah. He was in uh, Pitch Perfect. Yes. Playing the brother of Rebel Wilson. Correct. Yes. Oh, yeah, it was such a great scene. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's really good, and they're they're both really funny. Their chemistry is good. I mean, it's like kind of campy and cheesy comedy for the sake of like the family baking show, but it's still like very witty and quick. They're they're fun together. 
Right on. Anything else? I think that's it. I just watched a lot of TV this week and every week of my life. Well, I have a couple. I have two queer corner things, but they kind of bleed into current obsessions. But maybe we should go to the cork bork first. Sure. Sick. Oh, how my heart yearns for the battlefield. The blood, the stench, the black and blue. Oh, oh, how my heart yearns for the battlefield That field that brought my heart to you oh, oh. Hey, Jack and Jill, it's Nicole from Portland. Um, just wanted to tell you how much I love your podcast and that I've been laughing so much with you guys. Okay, love you, bye! All right, so we got an email here. We got a question. It says, uh, uh, looking for each of you to answer this one. Uh, what was it about each other that caused you two to form such a fast and strong bond? And something less deep, what cocktail should I be making for myself this fall slash winter? I need ideas and a drink. That's from Nardo, a.k.a. Neil, a.k.a. Cornelius, a.k.a. whatever. I'll answer to a lot of names. This is a this is a dear friend of mine. Um, thanks, Nardo. Um, yeah, thanks, thanks Nardo. It's a good question. That's really good. Do you want me to tell you first why I fell yeah, in love with it. you? Yeah, I have to think about why I fell in love with you. So go ahead. <laughs> Take your time. <laughs> um, so I mean, you know these things about yourself. You're very funny and charismatic. Um, you have a presence, you know, you sort of command an audience without trying and I thought you were so cool and you always made me feel like I was cool too like mm-hmm. I never felt like I had to be anything other than whatever like awkward teenage emo kid I was because I thought you were funny and you thought I was funny and we just like made each other laugh and I just felt accepted right away by you. <clears throat> so does that's that really help? sweet? Definitely. Yeah. Um, I totally agree. Uh, but I think I would add on you talked about you being emo. And I think something that drew me to you is that I was also emo, but like I covered it up a lot. Yeah. I mean, I, I think you like, sorry, I don't want to interrupt you, but I do <laughs> think we okay. both use humor as a coping mechanism. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Continue. Like I was, as as much as I outwardly presented me, I mean, I use humor as a coping mechanism, like, but I was a sad kid. Right. You know, which made me feel like I needed to be funny all the time mm-hmm. to cover up how sad I was. But I feel like you saw right through that and you fucking knew exactly who I was. And I think that's why our bond was so strong so quickly. Yeah. Um, and we helped each other sort of through shitty times. Definitely. And we had and we had fun doing it. Yeah, and I think I think it was a pretty lonely time in both of our lives too when we got very close. Not that we didn't have friends, but you know, for sure. Sort of those like angsty coming of age years and to have somebody who like really sees you and feels similarly, I think yeah. I think we're both pretty special, but I do think that the time in our lives made it really easy for us to get close quickly. Absolutely. But I mean, to stay friends for so long. I, hey. That's really special. Look at us. Look at us. Hey, look at us. <laughs> um, so a cocktail for this fall and winter, automatically, like I've kind of been obsessed with putting a little uh, Aperol in White Claws. It's not really a fall winter thing, though. <laughs> <laughs> I'm having trouble even processing <laughs> what, why you would do that. It's really good. And a nice... You put the white claw on ice and a splash of Aperol. I'm telling you. Okay. That's that's my fall winter drink. I believe you. So I, I made a note about this because I don't really drink much anymore. Um, so all my answers are very basic. But I think this is an obvious answer. A hot toddy. I don't think you can ever go wrong. It's just like honey and lemon and whiskey. And it's hot. It's a great winter drink. I got, a, I got an addition for you, if, if I may. You may. A, a, like a dash of allspice dram. What's dram? It's, um, I don't know. 
but it's uh there's a, <laughs> there's a there's a brand called saint elizabeth we used to so i used to work at the army club which is a bar that was owned by kink.com and we had a hot toddy and we used to use the saint elizabeth uh all spice dram and just like a splash of that and like there's also this thing called a pure blood orange spice liqueur. Mm-hmm. Just a splash of that as well. It will t- it will take your hot toddy to the next level, and you will be the talk of the town this fall. <laughs> Tell you what. Also, not sponsored by whatever words you just said that I already forgot. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast is brought to you by alcohol. <laughs> oh man. So there was uh, something else in our email I wanted to share with you, and it's actually. Uh, Nicole sent in a little clip analyzing your poop dream. Oh my God, I can't wait to hear it. All right, here it is. I wanted to talk about Jill's poop dream. Um, uh, Pooping could represent some kind of like psychic digestion or like what you're processing currently in your psyche. Um, The fact that you're doing it in public, maybe asking yourself like, what um, people or voices are maybe in your psychic space, um, like in a space that should be private or that you would want to be private, um, or asking yourself, like, what do the people in the dream represent to you, or what um, parts of yourself do you see in those people in your dream? Uh, and mostly like what, what are the like main or outstanding feelings you felt in the dream and, um, what, what are those feelings tied to for you? Or like, when can you first remember feeling those things in your life? Um, and kind of like sorting through that. Uh, anyways, not offering therapy, but just some ideas on what a dream about pooping in public can mean. I fucking love that. That's so good. Oh my gosh. Well, thank you, Nicole, for your efforts because I feel like you really went above and beyond. <laughs> Hell yeah, Nicole. Thank you. So so Nicole's an actual therapist and she even she she sent that and she was like, just so you know, like if you have any questions uh that you would like to ask a therapist, like feel free to let me know anytime. So we basically we have an actual therapist on retainer. That's amazing. Yeah. I'm I think we need it. Based on her I think analysis, you do based sh- on your shit dream? dreams. <laughs> I'm not saying that your dreams are shit. Okay, I'm saying that you have shit dreams. Yeah, no, I get it. I do get it. Okay, so that kind of makes sense. I can't remember how I was feeling. I I felt an urgent need to hide the shit, but I don't remember feeling like embarrassed or like I shouldn't have done it. You know what I mean? I was For like, sure. I, this is what I did. I had to do it, and I'd rather no one knows about it. Right. It's like a, a pretty pragmatic feeling towards a very ridiculous situation. I don't remember my dreams. Ever? Ever. Maybe like two or three times a year. Yeah. They say that you can train you can train yourself to remember them if you like write them down right when you wake up. Yeah. I generally my dreams are better left forgotten, <laughs> as you might gather. <laughs> um my therapist said that if you remember your dreams, it's because you've woken up during them. And so when I remember a lot of dreams and they are all very stressful, uh, I usually am not well rested. Mm, That makes sense. Yeah. Do you want me to finish the FAP check? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Is is now an okay time for that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go for it. (laughs) Okay, I so you thought I only had one thing, and I had said two things on a list of seven. <laughs> Jeez. So you said Boys in the Band, and I was like, uh, I think I saw that on Broadway, but I was thinking of a show called Bandstand, which Band is of not... Brothers. <laughs> yeah, you already made that joke, but I think it works twice. Bandstand. Bandstand. And you did see Bandstand I on did, Broadway? I did see Bandstand on Broadway, and it was very good. Nice. And it is in no way related to Boys in the Band. So that but was Band of Brothers. me being wrong. Yes, Band of Brothers. That's what I said, starring David Schwimmer. You know, it's funny when I went back and listened to that episode and you said David Schwimmer. I was like, what? <laughs> He's definitely and then I looked not up, a I looked star. Up, I looked up Band of Brothers and it's not even what I was thinking of. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, 
David Schwimmer is in Band of Brothers, but on IMDb, I think he's like the 17th person listed. So I don't even know why I know that. Yeah, that's wild. What did you think Band of Brothers was? The one with Brad Pitt? (laughs) Inglorious Bastards? Maybe. I don't know. Who else was in the one you were thinking of? (laughs) You know, let's not get into this. (laughs) I really want to know. That's fine. We'll go back to it. Um, Okay. Time travel. You said something. Non-paradoxal time travel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they they have a quantum computer and they ran a simulation where they took two whatevers, files, I guess, damaged one of them, sent it back in time, and then by the time it reached current quantum dating, it had repaired itself. So Amazing. Based on that, they say that the butterfly effect is disproved. I think that time travel is bullshit and they shouldn't spend so much time trying to prove shit about it. Well, I'm excited for you to visit it by future Jill tonight <laughs> uh, tell- to disprove what you just said. Yeah, I mean, that would be neat, I guess. But yeah, so you're you're correct. I, I'm corroborating your assertion. What's corroborating mean? Um, like I'm telling the same story the same way you did. Okay. I don't know if that's a good definition, but it's like, um, you're gonna have to fact check that. (laughs) (laughs) God damn it. I keep doing this to myself. It's going to be a thing. (sighs) Okay. So Pepsi Max, uh, was a thing. They changed the name of it to Pepsi Zero Sugar in 2016, which is a worse name by far. Yeah. I should have stuck with Max. And so the deal is, in the United States, um, the alternative to Coke Zero was Pepsi One up until 2015, but it had been Pepsi Max, which is a different formulation, in Europe and Asia. And then they did away with Pepsi One, changed the name, and then put Pepsi Zero Sugar everywhere. So there's some stuff you don't care about. I told you. Is there anything else? Oh, yeah. Oh, God. (laughs) Actually, I'm almost done. Um, And this this one's kind of interesting. Because I was easily able to find out that Americone Dream was originally released in 2007. Mm-hmm. And I had a really hard time finding out when Caramel Cone came out from Haagen-Dazs. So I emailed Haagen-Dazs and I heard back from them. Shut up. <laughs> that really happened. It only took them like two days. That's amazing. Yeah. So I, I like reached out to them for comment expecting to get no response <laughs> would you what what, I, what do you even email <laughs> info at hoggendaz.com no you just like go to hoggendaz.com and they have a contact us section you fill out a form and somebody answers your question a few days later <laughs> and they oh gave me God. coupons <laughs> what yeah so um caramel they gave us coupons yeah. <laughs> 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 oh man um uh, <laughs> caramel cone came out in 2011 so I think it's safe to say that Ben and Jerry started a trend with Americone Dream, and I do think it's the best one. Anyway, so it was nice of them to email me back. I think in general, Ben and Jerry's is probably a better company to support, but both of these companies are owned by massive conglomerates, so nothing matters. (laughs) (laughs) Does that help? (laughs) That helps, yeah. Okay, so that's the end of my FAP check. You've been FAPed. (laughs) You just got fapped. <laughs> All right, so I have a quick corner. Okay. I have two things. Um, one is they recently, Fox, um, what's the name of the Fox movie company? The Fox movie company <laughs> yeah. um, released a trailer for Everybody's Talking About Jamie. So 20th Century Fox, probably? Yeah, that's the one. And what's... Tell me more about this. I don't know what it is. So everybody's talking about Jamie as a musical that follows a 16-year-old teenager as he overcomes prejudice, beats the bullies, and steps out of the darkness to become a drag queen. Ooh. Yeah, this is like a major fucking motion picture. It's based on a musical um, that started in the UK, um, which was actually inspired by a television document, a docu-series... <laughs> if you will, <laughs> I will. Um, t- titled Jamie drag queen at 16. Um, so they just released this trailer and it's the first time I had ever heard of it, but it looks incredible. 
Well, that's exciting. Um, so I did a little bit of research and I found the entire uh, musical, the stage musical on YouTube. Oh, wow. And watched it. And it's really fucking good. Um, like, really good. And it's kind of like speaking to me. It's about a fucking boy who wants to dress up as a girl. And it's a musical. Like, for anyone that doesn't know, I went to college to study musical theater. Like, this is so relatable for me. Yeah. Um, they were nominated for a bunch of Olivier Awards, which is like the UK's version of the Tony Awards, but they did, unfortunately didn't win anything. Um, but the movie is scheduled to be released on February 26th of 2021. Oh, that's um, pretty soon. But if you want to check out the actual stage musical, you can do a little YouTube search. It's just on and- YouTube? Yeah, right. and the set design is incredible, and the all the actors are so amazing. And there's a mom um, who has this incredibly epic ballad towards the end. That fucking oh my god! So, so I started I started going to my gym recently, and like my gym, all the all the machines are like two machines, like four machines apart, right? There's like two empty machines in between them. Yeah. And thank God, cause I'm watching this fucking musical at the gym and I'm bawling my fucking <laughs> eyes out. And I'm like, thank God. No, one is next to me. Like, while I'm just crying, watching musicals <laughs> at the gym. <laughs> it's so freaking good though. That's quite a scene. Oh, well that's a fun find. Yeah. Lots I'm so excited for the movie. Cool. Um, the other thing I have is um, Beloved Cookie Oreo has announced his partnership with PFLAG, the largest LGBTQ organization in the, in the country. Uh, with it comes, for the first time, the unveiling of Rainbow Oreo Cookies. Oh, that's so fun. Yeah, super cool, right? So they're making these Oreo cookies that will come in assorted cream colors in the style of the pride flag. Um, unfortunately, they're not for sale. The only way to get one is you have to join their hashtag proud parent campaign wow yeah it's kind of a bummer so they have like ten thousand packs of these rainbow oreos yeah um but you have to like share their like twitter post and with the hashtags and give a prince in nigeria a million dollars or something like that (laughs) um that's the only way you can get them but i imagine they'll sell on ebay if you really want to get your hands on those but i'm thinking i'm gonna make these fuckers myself oh sure yeah but but Put a couple food coloring drops in the Oreos. Well, it's that easy. (laughs) You'd have to do like several different batches of the filling and then like figure out how to pipe them in a line. Okay, how about this? Okay. You take a small paintbrush and you dip it in food coloring and you just paint the white part in the cookie. You could probably do that. I'm not a big like Oreo fan, so this sounds like a lot of work for something that I don't want to eat. Oh, yeah. I mean... Okay, wait. <laughs> can you imagine? Can you imagine winning these and then fucking eating them? Yeah, you can. How dare! <laughs> you don't eat those. They're commemorative. Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. But I'm saying, if you were gonna make them, you should. Oh, I'd eat them. You'd eat them, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I'd rather make something I want to eat. But I think we should make it rainbow colored, whatever it is. The hardest part is going to be recreating the actual package because it's like, you know, a specific package. So it's not like I can, I could paint the Oreos, but I can't sell it on eBay. No, no, definitely not. I mean, unless I can recreate the package. Yeah. And fake people out. They bite in and there's a white center. Oh, man. I'd love to be on the fly on the wall. <laughs> you got duped, oh, baby. That is an elaborate You prank. got duped by the Oreo prankster. <laughs> <laughs> They call me the Oreo prankster. Well, <laughs> they're going to now. OP. Uh, yeah, that's what that stands for. So speaking of crying at the gym while watching something on my phone, yeah. Um, I finally watched uh, not Gilmore Girls, but the Golden Girls. Oh, I'm so proud of you. So I watched five episodes, but like two weeks ago when I was supposed to. So I might need a little refresher. <laughs> That's fine. I've only watched four, but it only took the third episode for me to cry. <laughs> what? Tell me what the third episode is. The third episode is where Betty White's character, Rose, I believe. Yeah. She's on a date oh. and they're on the cruise ship. Oh, yeah. And she keeps talking about her dead husband. Oh, my God. It's heartbreaking. It's fucking heartbreaking and I'm falling at the gym. <laughs> but also, there's a lot of really funny moments. It's, oh yeah, it's definitely. a comedy. But I think it's 
it's like a surprisingly good balance of like heartwarming and like emotional and also like kind of slapsticky and ridiculous. I'm starting to understand why people love this show. Yeah. It's it's kind of ahead of its time. Like I had no idea. Oh, you're supposed to set set the stage for us. What happened in 1985? Well, yeah. So 1985, September of 1985 is when the Golden Girls premiered. So early 1985, President Ronald Reagan begins his second term. You know how I feel about that. Yeah, we love Reagan. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, trickle down economics work. (laughs) Okay. Uh, (laughs) Oh, Lord. Okay. Uh, We Are the World came out that year. You remember that? Yeah. You were born that year, I think. Oh, yeah. I was hoping that would be on the list. It's not, but I remembered it. So does it count? (laughs) Yeah, that's fine. Okay. Um, Whitney Houston's first album came out. It was self-titled. What was it? What what did she self-title it? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I get that she named it herself, but what was it? (laughs) You're not really going to make me answer you. Okay. Um, Next. So, as we know, the 80s were a really hard time in the gay community. Um, The Reagan administration was doing a really shitty job helping at all with AIDS research. But in 1985, the FDA approved the first blood test to detect HIV and AIDS in the bloodstream. And then that's when they started screening blood donations and stuff. Not in the way where they make you fill out the shitty forms that ask you invasive questions that aren't relevant. But by actually running tests on blood to make sure everything's safe. Mm-hmm. So that was a pretty big step. Just got a lot of work to do. Did you know I can't donate blood? Is that still true? That's still true. Ugh. Makes All me right, so next upset. Thing. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, Amadeus won Best Picture at the Oscars that year. Did you see that? No. I, I never seen it. Yes. If I've seen it, I don't remember it. Is that a good size? We should we should watch it. Yeah, we probably sometime. should. I mean, I've heard good things. I don't know anyone let's who put, let's put it on a list. Shoot, who's gonna do that? Should I write it down? Should I just circle it? I've already got it written down. Yeah, sure, circle it. Okay. <laughs> um, so the Golden Girls actually make a joke about this, which I didn't realize when I was making the list. Um, but that's the year that Coca-Cola released New Coke and everyone got super pissed off. I remember that joke. Yeah. And then they like very quickly were like, just kidding. We'll go back to old Coke. Sorry. So all of that happened in the same year. There was a joke about them changing the flavor of Coke. Yeah. I don't remember what the joke was, but it was funny. (laughs) So in the very first episode, there was a gay dude named Coco. Yeah, he's and I. It was kind of it kind of blew my mind. Like eight, 1985, you have an openly gay character, and then they reference him being gay on the show. Yeah, it blew my mind. I know. But I didn't realize that either. I haven't seen him since. Oh shit! <laughs> so maybe, so maybe they they did the pilot, and the and the and the producers are like, yeah, get rid of that. We don't we don't want that on people's television screens. I thought he was. I feel like he was in more than one episode, but like only briefly. He does. He might come back. He prepares like their food and tea and things. Yeah, that was all in the first episode. Oh, shit. Okay, well, I'll have to pay better attention. I thought he was in it more than that. And I was also excited about it. But if it is just the pilot, that would be a bummer. Anyways. Oh, yeah. Anyway, so the Unabomber was blowing stuff up that year. <laughs> these are gr- these are great <laughs> things you're bringing up. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, it's eventful. Um, Back to the Future was the highest grossing film at the box I, office. I got a I got a Back to the Future um, tr- trivia factoid for you. Are you going to tell me about how if you go back in time and make your parents not meet, they'll meet anyway? Uh, you've heard that one? <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. So so the the main date that they travel from and back to yeah. is October 26, 1985. Oh, that's your which birthday. Which is my actual birthday. I didn't, yeah. I didn't realize that. Day zero in the fucking Back to the Future time spectrum. That's Time, cool. space, continuum. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, I have a fact for you. The word factoid actually means something that sounds like a fact, but is not true. What? Yeah. Yikes. I know, right? 
<laughs> I've been using it incorrectly my whole life. I think I learned yeah. that like six months ago. My life has been a lie. So sorry. I'm really almost done with my 1985 list, but the okay. Nintendo Entertainment System and Super Mario Brothers came out that year. That was the first video game I ever played. Me too. And look where you where you is now with all your shooty shoot games. Yeah, now I'm excellent at Minesweeper. <laughs> uh, that's that's really it. Was that a good end to the list? Calvin and Hobbes came out. Did you ever read that? I can't read. <laughs> Stop it. Um, but the sh- but I'm loving the show. It's super good. Um, oh, t- tell me who your favorite character is. Oh, you know it's hard. Um, I think that I laugh the most at Rose. Sometimes, sometimes Sophia. Yes, Betty so she's White. like so. Rose is like this blonde character who's like kind of dumb. Mm-hmm. Lots of good one-liners. She's yeah, kind of ditzy. Like she doesn't pick up on things right away. She takes yeah. things literally when she's not supposed to. The, the characters are so good, yeah. and then there's the old mom. What's her name? Sophia, played by Estelle so, so, Getty. So Sophia has had a stroke and now she has like Asperger's where she can't like she like there's I forget what they said, but there's like something in her brain that makes it so she can't control yeah it's like what she does. The part of your brain that makes you like think about the social setting or like whether or not people might be offended is just broken. I, I so I've seen clips of the show and I know that the the oldest lady is very rude and that's what I've thought. She's just like funny and rude. But the fact that they explain, oh no, she's had a stroke. This is like a medical condition. <laughs> it makes it that much fucking better. I it's know. So good. See, and my memory of the show was just like Sophia is an old Italian mom. Of course, she says whatever she's thinking. <laughs> like it never occurred to me that there was a medical reason for it. So that was, yeah, I thought that was super fun too. It's so funny. And then there is Blanche. Blanche, I think, is truly my favorite. She's just she, the sluttiest. She's the most normal I character. Love her. Yeah, she's the sluttiest. Yeah, but she's like very like self assured and empowered, and she is like no shame about anything and i just i think that wasn't super common especially for older women at the time i think that she is probably the main character of the show yeah it's her house yes yeah and now who what's the last lady's name dorothy dorothy is my favorite really (laughs) yeah i love her i i truly do love all of them but in Dorothy just like her one-liners where she's like put someone in their place. Oh, she's especially yeah. her one-liners with Rose, where Rose says something stupid and then she like is like quit being stupid. Yeah. I love those lines. They're very good. She's B. Arthur's got this way that just like cuts right through ya. <laughs> B. Arthur. Yeah. So um Betty White is the only surviving golden girl, and she is 98 years old. Yeah, and she she still looks good. She does. It's I yeah, she's really only been not working very much for the last like three or four years. It's crazy. I can't. I don't. How old am I? I don't want to go to work tomorrow. (laughs) Can you imagine still working when you're ninety fucking five? (laughs) That's crazy. I think all of us are gonna be. Yeah. Oh, don't get it going the way they go. I'm gonna still be working till the day I die. But <laughs> I won't be 95. Um, I got a couple Yelp reviews. Okay. I actually have one for you, too. Are you excited? What? I know. Add a little well, help. Then I, might, I might just do one, then. Okay. I'm ready. Okay. So this one is a review for the Ford's Theater. Um, it says, this was a review in 2011. It says, was murdered here, would not recommend. That's from <laughs> Abe L. Wait. <laughs> Wait. That's from Abe L in Washington, D.C. Oh, God. Abe L. I get it now. I was like, what kind of a name is Abe Bell? I think you're pronouncing it wrong. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's Abel. (laughs) I get it. Oh, so I have to pick a number of stars? Yeah, this is is this your first time? (laughs) Well, this is my first one that is like not a real review. What? What? I'm going to say one star for the murder. It's a two star. Two two stars? stars? Yeah. He got murdered. (laughs) I feel like that's... Okay, well, you got me. All right, hit me. Okay, so uh, listener friend of the show Megan texted this to me. 
So she's very helpful. Thank you, Megan. This, Thanks, Megan. This is a review of Chipotle Mexican Grill. Favorite place to eat. At one point, I was eating here four to five times a day. Always fast and affordable. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, man. Sometimes I get a nice big scoop of steak, and other times it looks more like a half scoop. Either way, I love oh. the food so much. I'm to gamble on the scoop size every time I go in. I get it. Same. <laughs> Four to five times a day. I mean, if I could afford it, I'd be right there with her. I don't. I just don't eat that many times a day. Am I doing it wrong? Eh. Is that it? <laughs> yeah, that's it. How many stars do you think? That's a five star, baby. You know, I would have thought no so too. Way. It's only four no stars. Way. Why? Okay, well, I left out the line where they explain why because it would have given away the answer. That's not fair. No, it's you're cheating. Fine. It says the only. I didn't. I didn't leave anything out in my my readings. Che- cheating would be if I told you the answer. Okay, what did she say that you left out? Only reason this is a four star review. Only reason I gave it four <laughs> stars instead of five uh, is because in- inconsistencies with the scoop size. Well, I just if I could if I could. Uh. <laughs> If I could just know that there was something, like, could you just leave that part blank? I left that out, and then I told you sometimes no, I no, get no, a nice no, no, no. scoop. If you could just say, I, the only reason I gave it blank star, I guess that no, would kind of give it away. No, it huh? was less than five. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. I, I, I understand. It was kind of... I a- hate playing this game. <laughs> I just want to host it. I've only been right, I think, one time, and I just want you to nah, take note I think, that I'm a no, very I good support. You have more than half. You think You've so? You've been very good. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I got mine wrong today about Abel. Yeah, but the first time you got two out of three, right? Okay. And the second time you got one out of two, right? Yes. Okay, well, I'm sorry. I thought that one was funny, and I'm sorry that you're mad at me now. I'm mad at Megan. Oh, no! <laughs> <laughs> Don't be mad at Megan. Okay, well, thanks for playing with me, and we've learned a valuable lesson. If you guys find... <laughs> Yelp reviews, please submit them to Jack only. Yeah, and send actually, them to me. If you just email them to questions at fetchapail.com, I don't check that. <laughs> so, yeah, and I'll read it. So that's a safe way to do it. But we we appreciate the contributions because it's hard to find those reviews. It is actually. Thanks, Megan. Yeah. Let's do some Googan. Do you forgive me? Give me a few minutes. Okay. <laughs> here in silence while we continue recording. Okay. Do you want me to roll the die? Yeah, roll the die. I didn't give you any time. G. Okay, I found something. Did you? Mm-hmm. What is it? Golden dildo. <laughs> like made of actual gold? Or like gold um, colored? Well, the thing is, this was a joke. This was a joke. In fact... Uh, I, this is a joke on stream. We were talking about the Gildo. We made up a thing called the Gildo, the Golden Dildo, and we had a fake advertisement for it. I'm going to play it for you right now. The Swiss are known for a few beautiful quality products, watches, chocolate, and those odd long horns they play in the Alps. Of course, the Swiss produce many more quality products than these, like the Gildo, the unique Gildo by Gay Bear. With great design, great materials, and great craftsmanship, it can accommodate anything you might want to put it in. Get to know Swiss quality every day in your home with a quality, gorgeous new Gildo by Gay Bear. So that's the golden, the gold, the gold, the golden dildo. That's I don't know why I googled it. Maybe <laughs> I thought, oh, is this a real thing? You probably wanted to make sure you weren't gonna get a cease and desist order from anyone when we go viral. Right. There is an article here that says Gwyneth Paltrow just endorsed a fifteen thousand dollar golden dildo. No. <laughs> yeah, I'll let I'll let y'all look that up on your own. I am really excited for everybody's Google search history to just be full of golden dildos. <laughs> Nothing else. <laughs> Mine's so lame. It's just GoDaddy because I had to buy our website. <laughs> oh my god, I'm falling asleep. I know, and then Golden Girls. And then it goes on to all this other stuff that I definitely didn't look up, like Gary Kasparov, who's a chess grandmaster. But I oh, I have another one here. It says Gary Busey's teeth. <laughs> Yours are so much better than mine. I was trying yeah, I to remember Bobby Fisher's name earlier, and so I 
did Google. Did you Google what's Bobby Fisher's name? No. (laughs) (laughs) I Googled. I literally just Googled chess player. (laughs) So I'm getting like a lot of things like targeted (laughs) remarks about other chess players, I guess. Do you remember the show Iron Chef? Yeah. I want to see Bobby Flay versus Bobby Fisher. <laughs> I think Bobby Fisher might be dead. Yeah, but I'll fact check it. Oh god. Here, you wanna piece the fuck out? How long have I been talking to you? It feels like twelve minutes. Has it been a long time? It's been years. My computer went sleep sleep, so I can't see it. Okay, well, big <laughs> up to our homie Nathan Rupp. Of Cloud Collector for the use of our theme song, No Dances on the Sun. You can find them on SoundCloud under Cloud Collective Records. We also want to thank our friend Adam for contributing to Die Would Be a Great Adventure, as well as other songs that he may write specifically for us. If you want to check out more of his music, go to adamoliveris.com. You'll also find his art and other creative projects there. Thanks, Adam. Thanks, Adam. Okay, bye. Bye. Hey, thanks again for listening to Fetch a Pale. If you'd like more Jack and Jill in your life, follow us on Twitter at Fetch a Pale. Or follow us on Instagram at Fetch a Pale. Fetch a Pale is a Jack and Jill production. Copyright 2020. All rights reserved. Thanks for being a friend.